What is up everyone, Dalton here. Before we hop into this episode, I just have a couple quick announcements. First off, thank you for tuning in. The support on the podcast so far has been amazing. We're super excited about the community that we're building here with Move Local. So we cannot wait to continue to grow and meet more amazing people. If you guys aren't following us on Instagram, head over there and follow us, move.local as well as sign up for our newsletter if you want to make sure that you don't miss out on any new releases of episodes, of merchandise, of exciting news that we have coming up for the Move Local community. Head over there, sign up so you do not miss out. You can find that in the bio on Instagram or in the show notes below of this episode. And then lastly, guys, if you've liked or took value from any one of our episodes so far, please head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you consume your podcast. Subscribe to Move Local and drop us a review and a rating. It really helps our podcast grow. It helps us get good feedback from you guys, what you want to hear more of, what you want us to improve on, so that we can continue to provide you with the best content possible and grow this amazing community. That is all I have for today. Enjoy this episode of Move Local. Welcome to the Move Local podcast. Our mission is to connect the movers and shakers of the Dundas and Hamilton area who pride themselves on growing a healthier and more connected community. We will do this through having conversations around health, education, entrepreneurship, and much more. We want to be part of helping you move confident, move free, and move local. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Move Local Podcast brought to you by The Movement. My name is Dalton, and I am coming at you solo on this episode. My co-hosts are off doing all the fun things, and I'm here recording another episode, which I'm super excited about. Um, On today's episode, we have Matt. He is the owner of Hub of the Hammer, which is focused on putting on a bunch of events throughout the Hamilton and surrounding area. They do fundraisers, they do corporate events, they do team building events. Um, Super pumped to have him on the podcast to talk about Hub of the Hammer and all the great things that they're doing. So Matt, welcome to the show. Hello, how's it going today? It's going well. I know uh, we were talking a little bit before we hit record about the gloominess of the day, but I think uh, this conversation is going to fire me up a little bit and bring some spark into my day. Let's do it. Um, why don't we Why don't we kick it off, uh, Matt? I'd, lo- I'd love to hear a little bit more about just like your your background. Um, you know what what you kind of did growing up. Did you grow up in this area? How did you kind of get into um, doing what you're doing now? Yeah, I was born uh, in Toronto, and then we moved to Waterdown. Ninety three, I'm pretty sure it was. So I went to school in Waterdown and then eventually went to high school in Hamilton. And then uh, it was kind of like, it was a long process to find out what I wanted to do and kind of who I wanted to be. And uh, around 2012 is when I finally uh, tried stand-up comedy. And that was kind of the bug in me, just doing stand-up and doing terrible shows. And it kind of brought out something in me that really enjoyed planning and promoting and marketing shows in the back end of the the managerial roles and the paperwork and the talking to the bar owners and figuring out what permits are needed and so from there i uh produced two sketch comedy festivals at the zoetic in 2013 and 2014 who have brought together six local sketch comedy acts uh all kind of performing separately 
And then that was kind of the catalyst for me that wanted to offer these services outside of the comedy world with using my connections from the comedy world to kind of put on entertaining events while also shining a light in the city and taking out the stigma of the various areas. Like the, the ultimate goal from day one was showing people that you can live on the mountain and come to an event downtown. You can be downtown, go to Stony Creek. You can go to Westdale and just finding both a mix of popular places to hold events and also hidden gems to kind of widen the birth of uh, what you can do in Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, I want to dive into that book before I do that. What drew you into like the world of comedy? Like what was about, what was it about that that kind of, you know, got you hooked? Uh, I think it was always loving to write growing up and, you know, writing creative scripts and just like, I went to school for radio broadcasting. So uh, my, I kind of shoehorned myself into writing for radio. So I worked at enough radio, a couple of radio stations and I realized that I liked the aspect of writing 30 things. And then from there, it was just growing up, you know, loving dumb comedy movies and wanting to give it a try. And then finally going up and, uh, it going okay enough to like realize I could write stuff out and see how it would go over. Um, and then from there, yeah, it was just finding. Yeah. What, um, do you still do comedy? Like, are you still, are you still writing? Are you still getting up or? Um, not as much. Like we ran two comedy shows. Uh, I ran hammer night live at the staircase theater. Uh, that started in 2013 and then wrapped up. Uh, I would say three months before the pandemic and I ran the first timers club at Zyla's. The goal of that show was to get people to try a stand-up comedy in a non-heckle zone. So everyone is just going to be supportive. Uh, they're going to try it out. It's not going to be great, but to kind of let them do their thing. And uh, those two shows were my kind of opportunity to kind of get up regularly. I don't really have the time much these days to kind of, do shows so it's, it's mostly the shows i produce um both of which are hoping to be coming back in 2023 because i just Sweet. that bug is still that bug is still in me i just gotta get it out yeah so yeah i'd be curious to hear like what do you what do you think you learned from like you know the time and like comedy writing you know producing doing all that stuff that's helped you with what you're doing now with like the hub of hammer uh i think the biggest thing you learn booking comedy shows is there's a lot of aspects to it um, I learned very early on about uh, AGCO permits. If an area isn't licensed for alcohol consumption, uh, profit margins. Um, I, I think I learned a lot in stand-up comedy where it's just you up there alone. So you kind of learn how to think quick on your feet and to kind of find solutions when things kind of come out of nowhere, which with event planning stuff always comes out of nowhere. So it's kind of taking those experiences, booking and planning shows, and then just transitioning it to, uh, you know, non-comedy yeah and i mean one of the hardest things and like i don't really put on events like big events or but even just booking people for a podcast like trying to set up interviews and like set up times like even that of itself is such a struggle like i couldn't imagine trying to coordinate like a whole event and then get people to buy tickets and like make sure everything it's it, i could imagine it's chaos it's a lot of tap dancing it's a lot of trying to find things you forgot to do and then people can't make it and then the venue has got to change and there's a lot of moving parts to it. So you kind of want to be as aware as possible of what could go wrong. So if it does go wrong, you're ready. Yeah. So I first came across um, uh, the Hub of the Hammer through uh, Instagram. And mm -hmm. 
I was just looking for a trivia night to do. And I came across, this was probably probably like a couple months ago. And I did the one at shed cause uh, we're, we're located in Dundas and like we can literally see shed from, from our business. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's where I first came across you guys. And I, I thought it was like an amazing idea and um, kind of dove into it a little bit more, but I would love for you to maybe summarize what it is exactly hub of the hammer is for the people that, that are listening. So there's a couple different facets of what we do. There's the events we put on ourselves. Um, Trivia nights are kind of what put us on the radar of people. It's running uh, trivia quiz nights at various venues uh, across Hamilton and the surrounding areas where we'll come into a place uh, with a host and a set of questions. Uh, Teams play on their smartphones. And then we ask questions, they type in answers, we kind of entertain them, and then they support the restaurant or bar by, you know, purchasing food and drink. Uh, the other side of it is the private events, where we kind of help people plan their own events using our resources, um, especially the trivia nights. We do a lot of corporate trivia nights and fundraisers. So if people and organizations want to raise money, we could put on a ticketed event uh, featuring a game or comedy show or we're we're, we've got a bunch of holiday packages right now featuring like, you know, a takeoff of the Hot Ones Challenge and uh, pro comedy shows and just kind of like finding ways to entertain while also supporting local organizations. Yeah, I love that. And and for for like a, a business who's looking to pro- to provide like something like that, it can, like we just said, it can be a nightmare to try to put it all together. So the fact that you guys are like responsible for like organizing it and, you know, getting everything together, I think probably makes it very... uh appealing to to the local businesses yeah i I think because we've done it enough times like i I know on surface and on paper running a trivia night sounds easy but there's a lot of it's a very how do i put this it's a very tough thing to make people feel like they're not stupid but they're also probably not the smartest yeah yeah writing questions has been it's just it's a long, it takes a long time to realize what is the general public going to know and what is something that you yourself know that you think everyone else does and it falls flat. I've had that happen where I'll, I'll have, oh, I think we'll have the perfect question and it's like the look on their face. Like, I feel like the oldest man in the world. And then it's just, you learn, you, you kind of learn what's going like to, we, we had some nights and, you know, pubs around the city and like you ask a single Kardashian question, they will murder you. So it's kind of knowing the demographic and then knowing how to and let them know they're not wrong, but they're not right at the same time. I think it's very easy to dunk on someone because they got a question wrong. But you got to kind of like a Chad, Justin's so good at that. He, he makes people feel like they're a part of it and they, they get involved. I was going to say that, like the one thing that I really appreciated about what the one at Chad and I haven't been to too many trivia nights, but the, I'm pretty sure it was Justin that was the one that was doing it. And he did such a good job of like adding comedic value to the, um, to the experience, which I think is so important um, mm-hmm. to the overall experience for the, for people. Cause I agree. I think you get a wide variety. Like you get people like who I have, I'm not good at trivia at all, but I'm there to like have a good time and be out with my friends. And then you have people that are there that are super serious and they're like, I want to crush this. Um, so to have someone who can kind of like navigate that and still provide a good experience for someone like me by using comedy, which he was, he was really good at. And then also appealing to people who want to get like more of the actual trivia experience out of it. Um, I thought that, that he did a great job of that when I was there. 
Yeah, definitely. We work with a lot of comedians and like they, they do a really good job because they know what it's like to be on stage and try to get laughs while also kind of running the show. It's very easy to run a trivia night that's boring. If you're just sitting there asking questions one after the other, okay, round is done. Let's take a break. Like you have to add something to it that makes people feel like they're not quite watching a show, but they're not taking a test either. Yeah, totally. Just, mm. Um you know, you mentioned you mentioned one of the the reasons, you know, for starting this was to kind of show people all of the different aspects of Hamilton and how people come from the mountain to come downtown and experience all the different kind of hidden gems and all the known gems. Um, what do you think makes Hamilton such a good area for something like Hub of the Hammer? Is it the wide variety of experiences you can get? Is there something else that you've really noticed um, from like being in the area and also doing a lot of events at different places? Uh, I think it's the, the the sheer size of Hamilton. Like just a lot of people just think that once, you know, Dunder and it hits that end and Wellington hits the other Hamilton's done. I think the fact that it just stretches so long and they all have their pockets of like artistic community, like um, dealing, you know, I, I also manage the Staircase Theater. So the fact that it's still around and there's a theater and improv community there. And that's it's a building that people don't know about unless you are just like so knee deep in the theater improv community. So I think that as much as you think, you know, Hamilton, there is always going to be a place you don't know is there that might be able to give you an experience you didn't know you were looking for. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I, I'm new to the to the area within like the last two years. And that's the one of the reasons I enjoy doing this podcast so much is like there's such a wide variety of people doing some really cool stuff like there's like a lot of history but there's also like some new up and coming like businesses and people that are coming in to try to innovate in the space and um it's it's a very cool experience i don't and i don't i mean being an outsider i didn't realize that until i came in and i don't know if like there's still a lot of people that even live in hamilton and have been in hamilton even realize the the beauty and the wide variety of things that are here i think we as a community tend to we tend to just stick this is the restaurant I go to. This is the neighborhood I hang out. I hang out in, but it's like unless you grew up in an area, I think it just it takes some exploring, and it just takes looking around and trying different things. Like I'm a really big, a really big supporter of trying new things. Like just eat something new, go to a new place, meet a new person, and just hear someone else's story. And I think that a big thing of what we do is showing people that they can do that it's not it's not as difficult so with our social media we like to shine the light on smaller businesses and you know we got a series right now on instagram of like female owned businesses so it's it's about you know lifting up those who might not know how to lift themselves up or finding a way to get some new eyes on a new place yeah and in the way that you guys do it is like a, a, in a very inviting way which i think that a lot of times is like the hardest people just don't know what there is out there. And so if you can put out content or, you know, Instagram or whatever it is to like invite people in and show them the opportunities that are there, I think it's like, it's a beautiful thing. For sure. What, um, you know, when you, is this what you always envisioned for the the business? Like, is this kind of what you wanted to be is, did it kind of form as you went through it? Is there like places where you think it's going to go or branch off into that, you know, maybe weren't there when you originally started putting the idea out there? Um, it's not even close to how I thought it was going to be when I started, like every small business owner will say it, 
the whole goal was to do the event planning and then um it all prior to the company starting i hosted seinfeld trivia and then from there when i started the business i wanted to do more trivia nights and we started with ludogs and we were there for i think up until they closed three or four years and then uh from there the trivia side definitely took a bigger role than i thought it would the whole then it, the whole goal of it became using the public events to inform people that we do private events for businesses so it's it's having a strong public face to kind of inform people about the private side and that definitely i didn't expect that to happen and i think i also learned i can't be everywhere mm. so the early days were just well i have to host everything it has to be my fit not my face but it has to be me running everything because i'm i am the company and then mm -hmm. you look at your bank account and go oh i can't do that that's not sustainable from there it was you know tapping into the comedy community and the theater community and the improv and mc community and just like finding like-minded people who want to entertain and venues who want some entertainment and just grow that sucker and then just put nights and just keep doing it until people find you and a lot of the times it's relating to the host like i've been in venues for you know three or four years people are just like i'm so sick of the menu but coming every tuesday wednesday or thursday or whatever is like their ritual trivia is this weird thing where once rivalries form they will murder each other like I've seen team names change to dunk on the other ones. And <laughs> once that once that happens, it's like you can't stop it. Yeah. It becomes so its, own, just, its own thing. Yeah. It, it's a very what if you find a host that you find entertaining, because a lot of times being a host is doing bits that fall flat, but there's always gonna be a couple teams like, oh, that's just Matt, just being an idiot. Yeah. And yeah. like if you can have a good time with a host, you're gonna keep coming back. Being a so having a certain personality means people will come back yeah for sure i think you hit on such a good point with like um you know you you know as a business owner myself like wanting to do everything and be in control which i i totally understand where that comes from um and then once you realize that the true power is in bringing other people on that are just as passionate about it as you and we'll go out and, you know, speak your mission or your vision and share that with other people. Um, and you just almost provide them with this platform and this opportunity to like collaborate and do that. It allows your business to grow more. It allows for, for you to feel more fulfilled. At least I feel that way. Um, so mm -hmm. it's a cool experience to like go through as, as a business owner, when you start to kind of realize the power of that. Um, I think it's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, is there anything like you see coming up in like the 2023 that, that people, uh, might not be aware of, or you guys might be putting out that's new. I know you mentioned like some of your comedy stuff. Is there anything else that you, you got planned for 2023? Um, the interactive movie nights have been the most fun I've had, I think. So at the Zoetic theater, once a month, we screen a mo a classic movie that you might not have a chance to see in theaters, but the twist is. Uh, we do it interactive style. So it's like Rocky Horror or The Room, where you go to a movie, you get a set of rules and say, when this happens, you yell this. When this happens, shout that with some, you know, live hosted trivia before it starts. Uh, we, we we dabbled in it earlier this year, but for this season, that there's a family-friendly matinee at 4 in the can come out. 
plus one uh, in the later evening. So we're just wrapping up the season. We got the Goonies tomorrow night. Oh, nice! Uh, this, that would be good. <laughs> that would be good. Um, and this past season we did uh, Spice World, Space Jam, The Sandlot, and um, Princess Bride. One. So I, I think bringing that back, and then from there it's just keep putting on events. Uh, we do service areas outside of Hamilton, um, but it's really focusing on the city to find cool event idea that's new to us. Yeah, I love it. I, that interactive uh, movie thing is cool. I, I would actually check one of those out. Mm. Um, okay, I got a couple rapid fire questions for you here. Okay. Um, so one, I, this is a hard question all the time. So one of your favorite local restaurants in Hamilton. Ooh, um, God, that's so tough. Where have I been going lately? I got to say Toma. Toma has been, I'm so glad now they are uh, on close to Hess Street, but I haven't been to the new location, but that's one of my tops. Okay. Okay. What would be um, one of your favorite local breweries? Uh, I've been going to Clifford Brewing quite a bit. I'd say Clifford right now. Where's that? Clifford Brewing. Uh, it's East End. It's like okay. uh, Nash Air. Cool. Yeah, I've I've actually never heard of that place before. Mm. Um, are you coffee guy? Yes, I am not like finicky or picky with it. I'll have you know a cup of coffee or two per day, but I I can't tell the difference between a lot of stuff. No reason to ask us. They got a ton of great coffee shops in Hamilton. Is there one in particular that you enjoy? Oh, Relay all the way. Oh yeah, Relay's great. I love Relay. Yeah. yeah. Great vibe in there too. Like nice like place to sit and hang out. Yeah, I love it. Um what else? Who who would be someone that we should talk to that you think would be good for the podcast? Um I would say Muhammad. Sorry, say that I again. Think... Say that again. Muhammad, uh Muhammad from Falafel Poppy. Okay. Just the most positive dude. Uh, he does a lot of stuff to help the homeless. He runs soup drives and Gore Park and just is such a positive uh, person in the community. I love it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, cool. The last question I always like to ask people is like, what does, uh, like, what does move local mean to you? Like, how would you perceive what that is? What does move local mean to me? I think it's just appreciating the local that's around and just make recommendations when people say they want a place to eat. Um, there's so many places to choose from. I think offering something they might not know about, you know, asking, have you been to this place? If you have, you know, try somewhere else and then kind of find a new favorite. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's exactly like what your, you know, your, your business encompasses, right? Like you guys are definitely highlighting those things and, you know, trying to keep people local and showing them all the the awesome things that are going on here. So um, I love it. And I was super glad that I uh, got to connect with you and have you on the podcast. If people are interested in like finding your Instagram page, your website, where they can kind of, um, you know, get some, some help from you guys, if they're looking to put on a fundraiser event, like where can people find you? Yeah, we're on Facebook, Instagram, hubofthehammer.com. When is this being released? Uh, probably like two weeks from now. Okay. If you are very last minute planning a holiday party, uh, we've got our mix and Kringle packages where we can either come to you, 
with the option of a pro comedy show, trivia, uh, a family feud knockoff game, a Hot Ones challenge, or we partnered with the Staircase Theater to offer their venue as well. So we can offer private movie screenings, um, bring in outside catering, and just give you a holiday party that's doesn't that's a bit more lower cost. It gives you an experience that you won't kind of find elsewhere. Yeah, I love it. That sounds great. Matt, thanks so much for your time. I really, uh, I really appreciate it. Awesome. Good talking to you.